Listen, I'm telling you, don't call it a gypsy moth. This is the latest change in what we call things. You may have got a notice from your municipality that they might be spraying for invasive LDD moths, formerly known as gypsy moths. I can't call them gypsy moths anymore. They're LDD moths, which stands for Lamantria Dispar Dispar. I've slipped my Dispar Dispar a couple of times. That's, that's very painful. Uh, that's, that's one thing going on in the world of insects. Of course, we had a huge infestation of LDD moths, formerly known as gypsy moths. Uh, last year, we're hoping that we don't have that kind of problem again uh, this year. That's a, that's a big issue. Uh, from the LDD moths, let's uh, move it to, uh, let's, well, oh, wait a minute, Andrew Horvath, are you with us? Just making sure that Andrew is still with us. Uh, let's move from the uh, moths to the bees. And beekeepers across this province are reporting a huge problem this year, especially. Paul Kelly is on the line. Paul Kelly is with the University of Guelph's Honey Bee Research Center. Paul, welcome to the program. Before we get to what's going on with the bees right now, let me ask you this. When you tell people what you do, that you're with the Honey Bee Research Center, what's the number one question they have for you? Well, uh, how are the bees doing now? It, uh, years ago, it was, uh, what about those killer bees? But we don't hear so much about them anymore. Uh, but people are a bit more aware of some of the issues that honeybees are experiencing. So that's usually the first question. First question. The is, second one is, how many times have you been stung? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I think those are two important questions. Well, let's go with the first one. What's, what's the latest on honeybee colonies in the province of Ontario? Well, unfortunately, uh, the news is not good uh, on that front. Uh, <clears throat> our bees uh, coming through the winter, it's the roughest time of year for them anyway. And uh, this year, they've also had to contend with uh, a large populations of a parasite inside the colonies called Varroa destructor. It's a little mite, little to us, big to a bee, uh, but they're, they can be pretty devastating under certain conditions and we've had those conditions this year is there something specific about um the environmental like whether it's warm or cold that it, uh, drives the expansion of these mites uh, yeah very much so um, last winter we had uh, like i'm um, speaking of 2020 2021 now uh, we had uh, pretty moderate winter and a very early spring it got warm uh, early in march and our bees had wintered really well. Their populations built really quickly because they're able to get out foraging in that nice warm weather that we had. And that gave our bees a jump start, which was great. But it also gave the parasites a jump start because they develop in the reproductive stage of bees. So they feed on the bee pupa, the young bees inside the hive. And uh, when, when bees are raising pupa earlier, that means the mites can start reproducing earlier. And that's where we have a problem a year later uh, <clears throat> is that the mites built up their population earlier last year. Uh, the Ontario Beekeepers Association reporting major losses of up to 90% of colonies. That's what beekeepers are saying. Is, is that in line with what you're seeing? Uh, well, we won't really know what the statistics are until June after everything is reported. And uh, and we continue to lose bees through the month of May. Usually by the end of May, any losses are done with. Uh, so we won't know the full extent until later. But we're certainly hearing 
from lots of beekeepers that have had big losses. Some have done better, but everybody's uh, doing less well than usual. Uh, so I expect it will be uh, upwards of 50% of the colonies in Ontario lost over the winter. I imagine there'll be some people who are concerned that the cost of being able to put honey in their tea is going to be the big impact, but it's a it's a bigger environmental impact when we lose a bee population. Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. And you're right there. Uh, the, the most important value of uh, keeping honeybees is the pollination that they provide. Uh, a third of the food that uh, humans eat requires bee pollination, and that's the delicious and nutritious side of our diet. So things like fruits, nuts, berries, vegetables, uh, all sorts of bee species pollinate uh, these plants, but honeybees are the most important one. They pollinate 80, do 80% of the pollination. So when we lose uh, colonies, it becomes more difficult to uh, use them for pollination services. And something that's not widely known is that beekeepers rent their hives to uh, people in uh, agriculture that are producing fruit, seeds, nuts, and berries. So they move their beehives into orchards or berry fields and uh, charge the grower for that service, and they move them back out again. So without honeybees available, it's going to be harder to find enough hives to do that pollination. Paul, I appreciate your time. Let's finish it off with the number two question for you. How many times have you been stung? Uh, I always answer it this way. I don't count. <laughs> well, I think that's, that says it all. Paul, I appreciate your time. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you very much. Paul Kelly is with the University of Guelph's Honeybee Research Center.